This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is your Times evening briefing for Tuesday the 25th of April. The Defence Secretary has told a group of MPs that the situation in Sudan is volatile and that communication is very patchy with British nationals. But Ben Wallace has added that there has been progress in getting people out of the country, which has had hundreds of deaths in the last week due to political factions fighting. Obviously we had the successful evacuation of the British diplomats and their dependents uh, over the... I've lost, I've lost touch with the days, but over, I think, the weekend. And as of 11 o'clock British time this morning, the sort of processing centre, the uh, uh, reception team of Border Force and Foreign Office were now up and running uh, on the airfield in Sudan. The first plane of British nationals has now left Sudan, but many are disappointed with the communication or lack of it from the Foreign Office. Donald Gillis has told us that his niece is stuck in Sudan with her four children and is yet to hear from them. We have been disappointed with the initial response and coordination and communication from the British government. We are hoping Jennifer is moving as we speak towards the airport because we know she was quite a high priority today, but we have had no confirmation of that. Dua Tariq's in East Khartoum and told Times Radio what it's been like in the past few days. It was very brutal. It was very loud and, um, and traumatizing, the sound, the shooting and the bombing. And also the, um, the aircraft, it's kind of like really, um, um, it was loud the past three days. Um, now since the ceasefire was declared last night, uh, we've been hearing a few shots here and there, but not as heavy as usual. Nicola Sturgeon has said she didn't know the Scottish National Party would face such difficulty over its finances since she resigned as First Minister and Party Leader. She's added that some aspects of the last few weeks have been very traumatic. Both the party's former treasurer and Nicola Sturgeon's husband, the party's former chief executive, were arrested and questioned about the party's finances this month and then released without charge. The investigation is ongoing. A Labour MP who's been vocal about women's rights has told Times Radio that the criticism she's faced from her own colleagues does not mean she would leave the party. Rosie Duffield was responding to the fact that Rishi Sunak has come out in favour of a campaign she's launched with another Conservative MP about keeping women's spaces only for biological women. Ms Duffield, the MP for Canterbury, told Matt Chorley that despite a lack of support from Sir Keir Starmer, she won't be defecting anytime soon. I mean, I can't join a party that, you know, I fundamentally disagree with on Brexit or immigration. Those are pretty big issues, particularly in my area. But, um, but that doesn't mean that I feel supported by my party all the time. Unfortunately, I don't. And when you've got people, you know, who are paid by the Labour Party, i.e. people like me, who give quite a big bit of their salary to the party slagging me off essentially um, it's not great the prime minister wrote in the daily express this morning when it comes to women's spaces women's prisons changing room sports and health i believe that biological sex really matters and barbie has launched its first doll representing someone with down syndrome the uk down syndrome association said it was pleased to see the toy for more stories like this listen throughout the day to times radio